Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, and it feels like Monday. I have had some issues with equipment today. Uh, the first yard I went to, well, let's let's back up a little bit. So this weekend I got the the oil changed and the mowers. Um, both the which way do I need to go? Um, both the grandstand and the ZK. I've had the stuff. I always keep that kind of stuff in stock at home, uh, just in case I need it. So I got all that done, and I noticed that the grandstand's belt had a chunk missing out of. And I had ordered a new belt for the grandstand from the same people I bought the ZK belts from last week. But it ended up being the wrong belt. So, um, I thought, well, you know, I'll just go ahead and order another one online. And when it comes in, then I'll get it swapped over. So I'm cutting the first yard today and the belt comes off. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. But look, luckily, my uh, my Toro dealer is literally two minutes from my house. I go to the church, I go to church with the guy that owns it. Um, and I know all the guys in there. So I went in, I left that first job, went in. Yep, they luckily they happen to have a belt but they're getting $150. I think it was 162 after tax for the belt. Now, it's a big honking belt, but man, that's an expensive belt. Um, now that I have the correct part number for it, I need to, I'm gonna go online and see if I can buy a couple of, uh, at least one, one good one. For some reason, I like I like the brand name belts better than like the Stens products. I have I've had Stens on several things, and I still have a bunch of their belts. But for some reason, I don't know if it's just the material that they're making it out of or what. The the OEM branded ones seem to last longer. And they're not like the Stens version. They didn't have the Stens version of the Toro belt in stock. But I was talking to the parts guy about it. He said, well, the Stens version of it is $130. So really I'm saving 20 bucks with the off-branded version of it. And 20 bucks is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But if the branded version of it's going to last you know so much longer and that's just that's just the way that I that's what I found I don't know that necessarily it's that way for everybody but um, the OEM brand seemed to like I know rights uh, are made of Kevlar and I believe this Toro one is too uh, just judging by the way that it looks I'll have to look it up. So I got that. Now, however, while I was there, I took my 
motorcycle backpack puller and and I was asking him I was like is this thing still under warranty I didn't I didn't ask anything other than that so he looked it up and it is I was like great let me tell you what's going on <laughs> so I was talking to him about the uh, the muffler where it just had a hole come right into it and then I'm having that problem with the throttle and I think I talked to you guys about the, the design and how that thing, it's not the first time this has happened to me. So luckily it's under warranty. So I said, pop that thing under warranty and let's get it fixed. Because I don't want to have to spend a hundred and something dollars just for the muffler for that blower. So my dealer, when I buy a new piece of equipment for, from him, if I buy a six pack, of still branded oil, two cycle oil, the, the mix stuff. If I buy a six pack of that with the product, they will double my warranty. And that's a no brainer. So I buy a six pack every time I buy a new piece of equipment just to get that, that extra warranty. So the warranty on this blower actually goes through 2025, which he told me that I was like all right you know <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about it now <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm curious I don't know the warranties on I'm so used to the still line that I don't know what the warranties on the commercial side are for Echo and Husqvarna and, and that type of, of product I need to look that up and see see what their how their warranty compares but luckily, like I said, that thing was under warranty because I was ready to, I was getting super frustrated with that, with that blower. Now, however, he said it's going to take about a week because they got to order the parts and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. So <laughs> the only thing left on my truck right now is that, I think it's that DR350 or three something or another which is just a puny little blower so I think what I'm gonna do when I get home is go dig out the 9010 and see if I can't get that thing running if I can get that running I will probably run with that this year for leaf season and then we'll uh, we'll look at, at trading out something now, if I can't get the thing running, then I am going to sell both the 8010 and the 9010 and then go buy a 580 BTS Mark III. Um, but we'll just have to kind of wait and see because I need that big blower for leaf season. We're already getting leaves down in, in uh, a lot of the yards up here, and it, I, I've got to have that extra power. And I looked at the still 800C, which is the side start, um, while I was at the dealer. Holy cow. Maybe, I, I don't remember how much I paid for this 800, but I don't think it was, I know it was 500 and something. But that 800C is $699. $700 for that blower. 
That's a lot of cotton picking money. And the X is six forty nine now, so that's only fifty dollars cheaper. So I don't know if it's just I mean I know everything's going up, but I don't know if it's just with still or I mean that five eighty Husqvarna dip for five hundred bucks right now, which is you know, that seems a lot more logical. That's two hundred dollars. That's a that's a chunk of change. But, I don't know, we'll see. This is the time of year where it feels like, I have one every year. It's not always at the same time. But I have that time of year where it feels like you're just hemorrhaging money from breakdowns. And, you know, you can't get mad. You've been pushing this equipment all year long, hard. And, at least I know I do. So, when something breaks, it's just... That's part of the business. That's why I typically have backups for everything. Um, so I got to get that blower situation figured out. I don't remember why I stopped. I don't remember what was wrong with that 9010. I know my 8010 has a hole in the gas tank somewhere. That thing is leaking gas like crazy. But I don't think there was anything major wrong with that 9010. Who knows? Well, we'll we'll take a look at it. Um, I just pulled up to one of my yards that's always taller, and we got a ton of rain again last night. We weren't supposed to get any, but we had a pop-up storm, and it dumped rain yesterday, so I'm hoping... I don't see a whole lot of glistening off the grass which is good. So I'll probably cut this one a little bit taller just to not have this gigantic mess to clean up. But when I get back, I want to Have you ever I want to talk about something that has actually happened to me more than once, but have you ever had a customer pay you too much accidentally and what did you do about it? We'll, we'll talk about that when I get back. Just like that, I'm back. It's actually been a couple of hours. I um, I did have to cut, double cut that yard. It just was, it was soaking wet, especially in the backyard. And I couldn't, I couldn't leave it looking like that. And since the leaves are starting to fall, we've got just a little bit of leaves in the, in the turf itself, but it's, it's still at the point now where you can just kind of run over it a couple times and it'll disintegrate and look a whole lot better than just a bunch of leaves sitting on top of grass that was just freshly cut. I am I'm actually headed over to cut that big property that I was talking about last week. I... Um, I didn't get the call from the guy at the end of the last week, and I thought, <coughs> this is interesting because I know he can't, he can't do it, and the lawn service that he currently has doing his house, he doesn't like the way that they do it, so, but I saw him Sunday at church, and he had actually fallen and broken his foot. 
can't get on my tractor. Like, that's just what you need to do, is get on your tractor and go out there and start cutting grass. Um, so I told him, I said, I'll, I'll get it done this week. But I, I actually finished my route a little early today. And I'm going to go over there and start it. I'm hoping it's 2.30 now. And we've had a lot of clouds. But I'm hoping there's enough sun to dry up some of that, that water that's in the grass. Because, man, it is a pain. Absolute pain. But we'll uh, we'll get into that. I um, I just finished listening to Cameron's podcast. Uh, I guess it was from this weekend or this morning, where he's having issues with that Ventrac again and his Z3. So I'm glad I'm not. I hate it. I hate that you're having problems. But I'm glad I'm not the only one that everything seems to be breaking for right now. Um, it's just it's part of business, you know. Uh, I've talked to a couple of guys up here, and they were talking about different brands of equipment and things, saying, I would never use that, I would never use that. Well, how do you know if you've never used it? I'm not opposed to any brand. I'll try anything once and find out if it if it works better. If you can find something that's more efficient, why wouldn't you use that? I... Um, I don't know. People think that just because they buy a quote-unquote commercial piece of equipment that it will last forever. I mean, you can take the thing and just throw it off of a moving truck and it'll be completely fine. It, that's not the way that this works. I mean, you know, the, occur, the commercial equipment lasts, but, you know, you're still going to have issues. You still have to do maintenance. You still are going to have things that break on it. It's just like owning a car or boat or anything else. You, you've got stuff that's constantly, it's a moving piece of equipment, therefore it's going to have eventually something that needs to be fixed on it. So you have to kind of, you have to kind of relax a little bit, and Cameron's done a pretty good job with that. I, I mean, I can tell in his voice he's a little disappointed, but at the same time, I think a lot of the solo owner operators are very good at, you know, okay, this is messed up. What's my next step? And then following on that next step. Um, you know, the blower breaks. Okay, well, I've got a smaller blower. That'll work until I get the other one fixed. Um, I've been using that 350 today. Yeah, it's not really a bad little blower. Um, it has a little bit of a hard time if you've got some like wet grass on the driveway or sidewalk but for the dry grass I mean it's completely fine I might use that thing in the summer just to get some weight off of my back because it's really light I mean it is it's really light it's like it's kind of like having a handheld blower on your back so I'm gonna run with it for a little while I'm hoping that this property I'm going to does not 
I don't have to blow the grass as I'm cutting like I did last time because I do not have the blower nor do I have the want to <laughs> to go through that again but we'll see and if we got to do it then we'll figure out a way to get the job done one way or the other you have to uh, excuse me I got a cough <coughs> you have to let me know if the audio is any better I bought a little contraption that hooks into my iPhone it's a road some sort of a road unit and it comes with the lightning adapter like a USB-C and I think a micro USB and then you can put you can plug a lav mic into it so I did that and then I bought a road I don't know what it is blah 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 something little lav mic, lav mic whatever you call it to, uh, to plug into it see if that makes any any uh, difference maybe a little bit clearer or uh, more crisp I guess is what I'm looking for I went back and listened to one or two of mine and I mean I can tell I'm recording it through a phone but you know if I can make it a little bit better then I'm gonna make it a little bit better I am having to tell all my customers this week that next month I am actually going to be off for a week at the very beginning of October. Our church is going to Ensenada, Mexico, and we're going to be building some houses for some families down there. I'm going to be going on that trip, and it falls on this week, or this week's customers, uh, so I'm just letting them know that, hey, you know, I think it's the second week of October, I'm, I'm not going to be here, so I'm going to be getting with them, either knock it out before I leave, or when I come back. It's going to be really difficult, because I come back, and then I think that next week is equipped. So it is going to be, it's going to be a difficult month, I have a feeling, but um, I'm super excited. We used to do uh, mission trips at the church I grew up with um, that were more, they were domestic, so they were in the U.S., but we would go and build houses, repair houses, um, that type of thing and I haven't done it in probably 20 years so when this opportunity came up I was all about it I, I'm really looking forward to it we've already gotten um, pictures and information on the two families that we're going to be helping uh, it's crazy to think how fortunate we are I mean these people make essentially I think it was like $130 a month a month not a week, a month, and they've got, you know, I think one family has five kids and one has three, and I don't know how you survive, you know, it just goes to show you how fortunate we are um, that we can go out 
and make a good living. Um, and it's not that these people aren't trying to to go out and and make a living, but there's apparently there's just not much that whatever they can do. So I'm super excited about that. I just pulled up to this yard. That field looks awfully tall. I can already see limbs down. Okay. I'm going to hop off. I'm going to go start this. It's 2... It is 2.35 now. I'm going to have a snack and then get out there and start cutting. And then I'll come back and um, give you an update as to kind of how it's gone. I'm curious to see today I've got that new belt and some new blades on the 72ZK and I was how it was struggling a little bit uh, what was it a little over two weeks ago when I was here but I'm hoping today that with that nice new tight belt and the fr uh, fresh sharp blades that it'll cut through this thing like butter so we'll find out We'll, we'll uh, let me hop out here and we'll get back with you in a bit. Well, what's your guess as to what time it is now? <laughs> it is currently 6.50. So it took, uh, took about six hours. Um, and it's still not perfect. It's, it's enough, about enough to drive me crazy. But this grass grows... It doesn't grow tall, but it grows thick. And I'm not sure, something is off on this right. I don't, I put new, so if you look at the, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. If you look at a Toro, when you unscrew the blade, it's a short bolt that doesn't go all the way through. You just zip in, zip out. On the right, it's a bolt that goes all the way through the deck and then has a nut at the top of it. Well, there there are spacer nuts that go on top of the blade, slides over the spindle bolt, and then goes up through the deck and you attach the bolt. I replaced all those bolts because mine were, they were shot. Uh, they had just worn down and, and worn out. Um, I need my sunglasses. I need my sunglasses. Um, so I don't know if something's just a little bit off, or, but I could tell where one blade is not cutting nearly. It's cutting lower than the other ones. So I, I'm going to have to go and take a look at that. And it seems... I don't know what the deal is, but it seems to me that it just, it, lately, it has been down on power. Um, this sun is so bright, I can't see where I'm going. Hmm. The, I don't know how to explain it, but it, 
the power just doesn't seem, and it's a 37 horsepower Vanguard, so it's got plenty of power, but it's still kind of choking up a little bit. And I thought that replacing those uh, deck belts would fix that problem. However, it still seems to be a little bit low on power. It just kind of bogs down a little bit. Um, now I've got 400, I might have 500 hours on that ZK. I've, I have not replaced spark plugs or wires or I haven't really messed with the engine on it. So I'm wondering if that could be one of the problems. But I'll take a look at it. It um, it was okay. I ended up double cutting the whole thing just because it was throwing out so much grass that it was the wind rows were enormous. I mean, it just looked like piles of grass everywhere and I couldn't leave it like that. So I, uh, I finished cutting the first one and then I, I said, uh, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to raise the deck a little bit and then, then run over it again. And it didn't take that long to go over it one more time, especially since I'm not, all, all I'm doing is basically dispersing those, those clippings. And there's still some piles down there, but without having the blower on my back and only running the the discharge one direction and all this other stuff that takes forever, I just wasn't willing to put that much effort into it. But he was fine with it and uh, thankful, and now I've got to get home because I gotta do bedtime with my daughter in about 25 minutes, so, so I gotta ski-daddle home pretty quick. Um, I was hoping to watch the, the Bills game, the Bills and New York game tonight, but I was talking to Mr. Billy, and he said that that hurricane is up there, and is they're not allowing people into the stadium, so I don't know if they're gonna have that game tonight. Um, I I start I started following the Bills probably three or four years ago. I just got disenfranchised with with the Falcons. They they always seemed to let me down, and I could only take it so much. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Billy actually played on the on the Bills for. For many years, and is actually in the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, Hall of Fame. But he just got back from going up to Canton, Ohio, for the NFL stuff at the beginning of last month. He's a neat guy. He's he's in his 80s now. Um, he's having a hard hard time, you know, getting around. He broke his foot last week, and it's just that cycle of life for him it's it's that you know you, you can't do as much as you used to but anyway I had talked in the first part of this about a story and I completely forgot when I got back in the uh, in the car earlier so have you ever had a customer 
send you more money than what the invoice was done for. So here's the situation. I have a commercial client that I charge $400 a month to. Their accounting department's never really on time, and I've gotten kind of used to it, but I can I know when they're going to send out the payments and, and that kind of thing. But I think someone was on vacation, so they missed, they were two months behind, essentially. So they had a fresh month and then two months behind. So the first invoice was $400, the second invoice was $400, and then a $400 previous balance for a total of $800. And then the third invoice was a previous due balance of $800 with a new invoice of $400, which brings the total to $1,200. So the guy at the storage facility called me, I guess it was beginning of last week, freaked out that they had not paid the invoice. I said, you know, I've done business with, I've done business with y'all long enough, you know, just, just get it out. It's, it's not that big a deal. He said, you know, we're going to get the check cut right away and then, um, then we will, uh, get it sent right out to you. Okay, sure. And usually whenever he... I don't know what's rattling around right there. Whenever uh, he says something like that, it's usually done pretty quick. And sure enough, Saturday, uh, I went to the mailbox, and there's the check. And I open up the check, and the check is for $2,400. Now, if you'll remember, the total amount due was $1,200. So basically what they did was is they added all three invoices together and paid it out that way. So someone in their accounting department needs to needs to uh, go back to school or something because I mean it's pretty it's pretty easy to see what you owe and the past due balance, but someone wasn't paying attention. So I contacted him, I sent him a text Saturday night, I think, and said, hey, look, um, here's what's going on. You all sent me a check, $2,400, you only owe $1,200. I need to know what to do with it because I'm not going to steal $1,200 of your money. Luckily, I'm an honest person and would tell them because I guarantee you their accounting department but, have you ever had anyone do that to you? I still haven't heard back from him. I actually, I'll be servicing the property either Thursday or Friday, so I'm going to take the check up there and, and go in and talk to him if I don't hear from him before. But, that's a big, that's a lot of money. I mean, I know if it was my company, I would be upset if they're sending out checks for double the amount of money owed. And I think a lot of people today would just go ahead and pop that sucker in the bank and, and move on down the road. I gave him I gave him an option of either I can bring the check back up there and they can destroy it or whatever they want to do with it and then just cut me a new one. Or I can put the the amount in the bank and I will 
just deduct it. Uh, so basically, it would be three months prepaid. And I'm, you know, I don't really care one way or the other. But I would like to have my twelve hundred dollars, but I don't want to deposit that check until I know what they want to do. Because I don't want to have to turn around and write a check for twelve hundred dollars, and then it just becomes a big thing. Would have been a whole lot easier had they just sent the, the correct amount. But I've had people send less than the amount before. <laughs> but usually you don't have too many people that send you double the amount that uh, the invoice is for. So I don't know. But I'm curious. Has anyone ever have, had that happen to them? And, you know, what'd you do? I mean, was it. Was it easy? Was it an easy remedy, or did it take a while, or you know what? What was the situation? I've actually had this happen once before with a different client. Now it was only, I think it was only like a hundred or one or two hundred dollars, something like that. It wasn't nearly amount, but um, it took them forever to get back to me. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm telling you I have $1,200 or a couple hundred dollars worth of your money. Don't you want this back? So I'm kind of surprised I didn't hear from, from him today because if that was me, I would be going, yes, please bring that sucker back up here because that's money we need to, to operate with. But who knows? Uh, it's just another part of, just another part of business, so... We'll, uh, we'll get the situation resolved one way or the other, just depending on what they want to do, and I'll figure it out by the, by the end of the week. I'll have an answer as to what they want to do about uh, that particular check. But, successful day overall, um, when I was cutting that big field, but... I want to say it's between five and six acres. I haven't measured it yet, but I want to say it's somewhere around there. Uh, about halfway through it, man, this black cloud came up, and it looked, I mean, it looked like night approaching. And I kept, I had been looking at the radar this morning, it was like, nah, nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to happen. And then I see this dark cloud, and I'm like, that's a little, that's a little suspicious looking. And I look up on the radar, and sure enough, there's a gigantic cell basically sitting there. But it didn't rain. It uh, it came directly over the top of me, and it looked, I mean, it looked ominous. I kept looking up because I was afraid that there was going to be lightning out of that cloud. Now, it looks like I'm just pulling back over towards my house. And it looks like it rained here. Huh. Interesting. So I wonder if that... I wonder if that storm uh, came on over here and gave us some rain and not that particular area. It's it's a weird area. I'm telling you, it can... It can be two completely different things going on on either side of our little town here. But, now over here, it doesn't look like it rained. Huh. Bizarre. Oh, 
Oh well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what we got when we get home. But I'm gonna hop off here because I am close to home. I'm pulling in the uh, drive. Oh man, this is not good. <laughs> so I don't know if I was talking about it on the podcast or not, but I was repairing my little road to the back uh, back of my house, the back fence area. And I put a bunch of fresh dirt down, and it rains like crazy. And it's like, it is a mud pit over here. My my truck was struggling to, to get up, but hopefully it will, hopefully it'll dry out a little bit more. I need it to, to get packed in and, and hard. But I'm going to hop off here because I just pulled up to the gate. I'm going to get in and get my little girl to bed. Hope you all have had a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.